With the second pick in the 2003 NBA draft, the Detroit Pistons select Darko Milicic from Serbia and Montenegro. Hello, basket boys and girls. Welcome to Legend or Bust. In our pilot episode, let's take a look back at one of the biggest, if not the biggest, bust in NBA history, Darko Milicic. Yes, Darko was an epic failure. Yes, Darko was a head case. Yes, Darko had attitude problems. But with all the stories on his shortcomings, aren't we absolving the Detroit Pistons of blame? Are we sure that the Pistons did their part in preparing Darko for the NBA? Let's examine this as we take a look back at the career of Darko Milicic. I'm Gab Maliari. I'm a journalist and a youth basketball coach. And this is episode 1 of Legend or Bust. Darko or Melo? This was one of the biggest headlines before the 2003 NBA draft. Melo is Carmelo Anthony, NCAA champion after his first and only year of college at Syracuse. Natural scorer, NBA ready, a star just waiting for his time to shine. Every year, some scouts find themselves divided over some prospects. But not Carmelo. Virtually all scouts predicted his game will translate to the NBA. We all know LeBron James was the consensus top pick of that year's draft. And right after him was Carmelo Anthony. That is, until all the Darko talk came. Darko Milicic, 18-year-old prodigy from Serbia. Stands 7 feet tall, big body, agile, can shoot, oozing potential, according to some scouts. It's so oozing that he managed to squeeze himself in the same sentence as super prospect Carmelo Anthony. And he won out as he was selected as the number 2 overall pick by general manager Joe Dumars and the rest of the Detroit Pistons front office. Chad Ford, ESPN reporter and draft expert, said that, quote, Him getting drafted second by the Pistons is the single craziest story I have been involved in the NBA. End quote. When he said crazy, what does that mean? Crazy good? Crazy bad? Or both? Crazy good because Darko Milicic worked out for the Pistons twice and they say he killed both workouts. Ford said that Darko made them drop their jaws, himself included. In an interview, Ford described how the workout went. Quote, With the Pistons players there, coaches there, Doomers there, this is what sealed Darko with the number two pick in the draft. He was unconscious. He was shooting threes. He was dunking the ball, playing with great energy. Everybody fell in love with Darko that night. End quote. The Pistons director of international scouting, Tony Ronzoni, also said that Darko had a better workout compared to Kevin Garnett back in 1995. Crazy bad because the Pistons did have quite an astonishing set of other options for their number two pick. There was Carmelo Anthony. There was Chris Bosch. Dwayne Wade too. And we know they eventually had Hall of Fame careers. With Darko, we all know what happened. Darko averaged 6 points and 4 rebounds per game in his career. He played for 6 teams in 10 seasons. He never sniffed anywhere near to being an all-star. 
he was not even a strong starter for good teams. Darko was a bust, and maybe the biggest bust there ever was. But, 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 Darko did not get the best help at Detroit either. You see, this was an 18-year-old in a new country, a teenager, a kid, basically, and still adjusting to how it's like to live in a foreign country. Here in the Philippines, some parents still go with their 18-year-olds in doing adult stuff, moving in a new apartment, getting a driver's license, applying for a passport, all those things. So you would expect the Pistons to go the extra mile in looking after Darko. The NBA had a rookie transition program, but that was only a one-time event. It usually lasted four days. In that program, executives and NBA veterans held seminars on how to survive as an NBA player, discussing topics such as health and finances. Nobody expects rookies to learn all about being an NBA player in four days, let alone a rookie who is a teenager from a foreign country. Some teams assign officials whose sole jobs are to look after rookies and help them in their transition. In some cases, it was players themselves, like how Dirk Nowitzki had Steve Nash to help him adjust to America and the NBA. In terms of getting used to the pace of the NBA game, there's also the G League. Back then, it was called the Developmental League or D League. The D League would have been a good opportunity for Darko to get his reps on the court because the Pistons team was stacked anyway. Yet, Darko never got sent down. And then, there was Larry Brown. Larry Brown did not give rookies too much playing time. As we said, his team was loaded. They were the top seed in the East in the playoffs before, and they made it to the conference finals. The Pistons had Ben Wallace, Corliss Williamson, Memo Okur, and Eldon Campbell in the front court. Rashid Wallace would also join the team in the middle of Darko's rookie season. Given all that, we can easily understand why Darko did not play as much, even if Darko did not like it. Plus, it's not like Darko was also ready. He was raw in many aspects. He was still on the road of development. However, it's one thing to bench a young player. To bench a young guy and also be rough with him? That's a different matter and to me, that's questionable. What are we talking about? After warming the bench in most of Detroit's first 23 games, Darko finally got his first NBA basket in the 24th game of the season. Darko was pouting. He told the reporters that it's embarrassing. How did Brown respond? Quote, I wanted to see if he acted like he belonged. He acted like he was insulted. End quote. You heard that right? Brown swiped at his rookie in front of the media. Check that, Brown swiped at his 18-year-old rookie in front of the media. Check that again, Brown swiped at his 18-year-old, foreign-born, unhappy rookie in front of the media. That was only one of the many clashes they had. Former Yahoo Sports writer Kelly Dwyer wrote, Brown destroyed Darko's confidence in his rookie year. Years later down the road, Brown was still unapologetic. The coach said in an interview, I don't have any regrets about how we treated Darko. I have regrets that he could not have been more mature and patient. To add to the insult, Darko even got the nickname Human Victory Cigar. As some of you know, the late coach Red Auerbach had the ritual of lighting his cigar if he knows that the game they're playing is in the bag. 
Now, some person in the media thought that why don't we give the nickname Human Victory Cigar to Darko? Because all of his minutes come in garbage time. Now, we are not giving Darko a pass for his poor attitude. We will talk about that in a bit. But couldn't Larry Brown take the high road? Couldn't he be more understanding? Sit down with the player and talk? Explain why he couldn't play just yet? Because with his youth and background, Darko didn't know any better. Darko doesn't even know that professional athletes in the US shower together. The Pistons point guard Chauncey Billups had to teach him. Because what Darko would do was go straight home after games or practices. So Billups recalled what he told Darko. Quote, No, when we're done playing, when we're done practicing, you put your towel on and you go get in the shower. That's what we do here. End quote. Darko didn't know such a small, simple thing. So why did Larry Brown think it's worth his time to throw cheap shots at this kid? In a 2019 interview, when asked yet again about Darko Milicic, Larry Brown said, You look at the guy, he looked like a Greek god, he's very, very skilled, but he just wasn't ready. And he really was put into a difficult situation, which was not fair to him. My question now for Larry Brown is, couldn't you and the Pistons make that situation easier for him? This show, Legend or Bus, is now my second podcast. You have been thinking of starting your own, haven't you? Stop thinking twice, just start. Plus, with Podmetrics, you can monetize your podcast right away, no matter the size of your following. Start your podcast, sign up on Podmetrics, and use the code legend or bus. Type it as one word with no spaces. Start your podcast, sign up on Podmetrics, and use the code legend or bus. Let the world hear your content. Now, back to our episode featuring Darko Milicic. Remember the two workouts that Darko killed, according to ESPN reporter Chad Ford? The Pistons' front office was impressed. But apparently, not Larry Brown. He thought Darko was too exhausted by the workouts. So Brown requested to work out Darko alongside Wade, Bosch, Carmelo. But that plan did not materialize. Darko's agent was smart not to let that happen. Ford then reported that Brown was not convinced Darko would be a star. Maybe this gives us a clue on why Brown treated Darko that way. We can only wonder. But yes, maybe Darko really just was not a star. Maybe expectations were just too high. But it's really impossible to know, even from hindsight, because Darko's off-court problems were so pronounced. So much that it's hard to tell which part of his circumstances was the cause of his failure or which one was only a result of another thing going on in his life. It's like a chicken or egg scenario. Would he have succeeded if he was drafted by another team? Did he just not work hard enough? Was he too young? Was everything psychological? The answers to these questions are not black and white. But Darko back in 2017 had recently admitted that he was the problem. He said that he wasn't ready and he wasn't doing the work. He said that as a number two pick, he thought he was sent by God. He said that he got into fights and got drunk before practices. He said that he had issues with everyone. He said that his dissatisfaction probably led him to hate the game and not enjoy playing. 
there were times he was punching walls in his house due to anger. It also came to a point that Darko asked a general manager not to trade for him. So yeah, it went ugly for Darko. He faced significant troubles. And unfortunately, he didn't get all the help he needed. But thankfully, that's all in the past now. Darko is now a successful commercial farmer back in Serbia. He has over 125 acres of farmland that exports fruit to Dubai, Russia, and some countries in Africa. When asked about his NBA career, Darko has this to say. Quote, I could say I didn't get a proper chance. However, that's simply an excuse. It's up to a young player to prove himself, work hard, and wait for his chance. End quote. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search for Legend or Bust. We are also on Facebook. Search for Legend or Bust with Gab Maliari. On episode 2, we will feature Nikola Jokic. Will he be the lowest draft pick to become NBA MVP? Stay tuned. I'm Gab Maliari. I'm a journalist and a youth basketball coach. This has been Legend or Bust.